motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au. All right, welcome to another episode of the Talk and Power podcast. And this is uh, great to have some guests. We're doing it on Zoom for those that haven't realised, but uh, great to have. We've got another father-daughter combo, and I'm really excited. We've we've progressed over to the Speedway world. We don't do anywhere near enough in the Speedway world, so I'm really privileged to have with us Daniel and Stephanie Amadori. How are you? Look at that. Hello. You got the Italian pronunciation. <laughs> well, I like to think that I'm Italian myself, so I'd like to think there I can go. say it right. So yeah. <laughs> that's a way of saying it. Yeah. Hey, thanks for joining us, guys. And uh look, it's um as I said before, we probably don't do enough speedway content on the podcast. And speedway, when I think of speedway, I think it really does cover the entire Australia and encapsulates all of Australia, you know, in different motorsport disciplines, we've got, you know, concentration over here and, and over there, but Speedway, you look at all the tracks right around Australia and Speedway is the one motorsport that brings everyone together, doesn't it? It's a very big sport, but it doesn't get its recognition the way it should. So um, yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of country town tracks is uh, obviously the main uh, like motorplexes and stuff like that in each <clears> capital city. So, um, and yeah, they got the new one now in Sydney as in well. Eastern Creek, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, massive sport. Um, yeah, just needs it to is. get a bit more away from the black track as such. Uh, yeah, a lot of black track, um, not a lot of dirt, not a lot of dirt. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, fair enough. Hey, look, Daniel, we'll, we'll kick off with you. I mean, how like a lot of people like yourself, Stephanie, start off in the sport at a really young age. How about yourself, Daniel? How did you, how did you get started in, in Speedway? Uh, I was just living uh, probably 15 minutes from where I am in like, Beachborough and uh, had a mate at school used to race. Um, my dad always used to take me down to Forestfield Speedway pretty much when I was in nappies. And uh, so a long, long time, but we always loved the sport, never had anything to do with the sport. So as mm. in racing, but um, yeah, good mate, Jason Oldfield. And everyone, if anyone knows motorsport, they know the old name Oldfield. Mm. And uh, yeah, so pretty much he um, yeah, took us with crude for him at the local speedway. And pretty much a year later, his, his dad uh, he helped me get a car, our family get a car and pretty much been racing ever since. So a few years off in between, but yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so I mean that's that's always seems to be the way crew pe- people crewing for other people sort of get involved, and you start you get addicted to the sport, don't you? And then next minute you know you're you're racing yourself. Yeah. I have I have to ask the nickname Nudge. Where where did, where did that come from? <laughs> well, you you know, uh, there's a show called Hey Dad uh, back in the day, and uh, so I had once upon a time had some curly locks. Uh, looked like Nudge from Hey Dad and, uh, yeah, happened to go to mate Jason's house and get ready for his birthday party and he's getting some food out of the fridge and his uncle walked in absolutely paralytic and uh, basically says, hey, in nice terms, you look like that guy of Hey Dad. And um, I got it for the, the night, the week, the month, the year. It's stuck forever. Uh, Even yeah, I call so you Nudge. Thir- yeah, 13 to... 40, 45 now. So, yeah, I've had it for a while. But I feel like everyone associates nudge with you on the track. Yeah. Like people go, oh, nudge because does yeah, he nudge people? And track, I said, yeah. he actually doesn't, though. <laughs> I mean, oh, you've nudged me on the yeah, track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so I guess people are, you know, 40 odd years old. They know the name, know the series, uh, Hey Dad, and they know that nudge. So, um, yeah. Yep, so, I can't remember the character's name in real life, but I do. I, I do. I do fondly remember him. He, he used to yeah. always be living in the fridge, and he was like the yeah. the neighbour down the road or something, wasn't he? And he was yeah, always freeloading. Yeah. And I just happened to just get his ready for his birthday party, and I was in the fridge at that wrong time. <laughs> well, I mean, it is pretty accurate. <laughs> so, you do get in the fridge a bit, so who oh, likes to feed? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So these days you, you're racing uh, late model, late model uh, racing. Um, tell us, I actually do recall when late, the late model series kicked off in the 97, 98 series at Claremont Speedway. Give us a bit of a history about ha- how this form of racing came to be. Yes, yeah, so there's a few blokes, especially like Alan Nylander, who uh, he's uh, racing against his boys. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, they... Uh, I mean, I was a very young boy then, back then too, but they had the Super Sedan, they had a Grand National and they kind of got together and they, 
Alan, for some reason, yeah, sorted. combine them together. Well, not combine them together. They had their own separate entity. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was a car you could buy from the US uh, and pretty much bring it over here and race it. So mm. it was a very US like yeah, focused division. Yeah. Um, yep. So it took a number of years to, you know, I think we had our 21st state title the other day or something like that. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yes, yeah, so a number of state titles involved. So it's been going, it's been getting better and better. The cars are absolutely phenomenal now. They're they're from new cars getting bought from the US every year. Mm. Um, Yeah, big dollar cars. And uh, that's why we, uh, it's weird how Speedway doesn't get the exposure because the cars, some of these cars are $150,000 each. Yeah. You know, there's uh, a number of them racing together each night. Um, Yes, there's a big, big dollar cars and, it's fun. It's big. They're, they're yeah. big, big American tanks, as you used to call them, you know. Mm. But uh, yeah, fantastic to drive. Um, but yeah, still yet to have a drive one of them. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. gonna be harder now. But yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. I have to be honest. I saw, I went to the track on a Wednesday night, maybe two months ago, and and the late models were practicing while the drags were on as well. So I I haven't looked at one up close for a long time and one was making its way to the track but on the on the bitumen and i was staggered at the detail in the cars now i really was and the stagger that's dialed into the car just as it's making its way like in you know as it's idling its way to the to the track so correct me if i'm wrong but it looks like these cars are built now to be they're basically their stance is they're quite staggered i i noticed so that when they're on the track that they're almost level is that is that right am i yeah. is that, that be correct yeah. awesome stance to them yeah so pretty much they're made to go around corners and at high speed so mm. got rear steer in the diff pretty much in the back end yep. uh, there's six shock absorbers on the car uh so one in each corner one in the center of the car and two in the left rear um mm. so yeah, huge amounts of technology in there. Very, very confusing for... Um, very different. Yeah, very is. different. So um, so pretty much when you go around the corner, you can't be straight because the car's not. Yeah. yeah. So you need to be sideways for the car to be tracking straight ahead on the corner. Yeah, so, yeah okay. Uh, yeah, uh, everything's about pinning the right front down as much as you can. When you see them, they're, they're pretty much there. When, on their stances, you, if you would have seen them driving out, there's a good foot or a 300 mm. mil between the top of the wheel and the, the guard and when you go mm. out the track it's the guard's rubbing <laughs> yeah 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 uh, it's all about the left rear and the which the is right quite front. opposite it's, to everything like late models yeah. they pin on the right front where there is a lot of other cars don't kind of i yeah. feel like they don't try to come over yeah. that much you I don't think. get the cars mm. over they just don't steer yeah um, yeah so there's a yeah there's more adjustments in a formula one car than a formula one car in a late model mm. it is yeah tough. Yeah, yeah. I, I did read through the rules because, as I said, I, I haven't watched the race in, in recent years, so I did read over the rules. One thing that struck me is the, the, the perceived flexibility in, in the cars or in the engine. So there's no cubic inch <laughs> limit. Yeah. How has that influenced the sport? Has it made it diff- more difficult to participate in or is that... Yeah, it, I mean, the so push rod engine, carburetor, V8, distributor, uh, and that's about it, really. So yeah. you can do anything you want to do. Um, so there's one exception to the rule. There's the uh, crate motor, CT crate motor, CT mm-hmm. which we can run the coil pack rather than distributor. Mm-hmm. So that's the only exception to the rule, but it's only a 376 cubic inch, so it is quite small in comparison of the... 430s out there and, and bigger over there's a couple of big ones over in the east coast um so yeah massive cubic inch horsepower but bigger engine more weight um so smaller engines less weight so that we've got a, a weight limit or yep. a minimum weight uh, which is 2200 pound um so some of these smaller crate engines uh don't run the full oil system like the opens do mm-hmm. uh, so our weight is quite low it's um yeah my car was weighing in like low 2200s which i was on the board i better put the lead on the car to make sure it didn't go under yeah um, burn and stuff and tire burn so uh where some of these other bigger cars they're well and truly over 1350 running in the whole oil system mm. uh, and, you know so yeah lighter car and these crate engines work what they need to do which yeah. we, we run yeah uh, but some of these tracks, especially the motorplex, how they dish it up. Wide uh, open. Yeah, yeah, nothing beats horsepower some nights. And Yeah, uh, okay. Some of the bigger cars definitely go <laughs> sailing away from us. but Makes it hard for makes it the hard. little guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, yeah, yeah. It's an interesting, yeah. So there is a, 
different manufacturers of cars. Some go better in different car, different tracks as well. And, um, and obviously yeah. different fuels. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, it, it struck me that, 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 that situation. And I, I read that quite, I was interested there. Do you reckon it makes much of it? Do you like identifying the car, like as a Camaro Mustang or Impala, whatever it may be, does that add anything to the sport or it really doesn't matter? The sticker kit they can buy for the yeah. front nose yeah. cone, but everyone runs the same nose cone anyway. So, yeah. um, so if you're sponsored by, um, you know, if you're sponsored by Ford, you'd have a Ford Mustang front end yeah. on it. Um, so if you had a, yeah, there's Chevs, there's, you can even buy Mercedes yeah. if you really wanted to, but no one does. But um, yeah, there's yep. yeah, heaps of different types. And it's just what you prefer. I'm yeah. a Ford, so I'll run the Ford Mustang. Yeah. Top one, yep. so, yeah. But does that bring kids to the sport, do you reckon, on, on some level? Like, cars alone doesn't matter what brand they are. I mean, yeah. Brand names, I think, it's different to what we, you know, when they're watching the V8s against the Brock, Dick Johnson kind mm. of. It's kind of the kid. The cars bring the kids along now. The yeah. cars are just awesome to look at, and uh, we're our team is more than inviting to put kids in the cars. Uh, mm. Just that, um, you know, we were one of them kids want to get into them cars one yeah, day. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, so jumped in a couple of little midget speed cars. Yes, um, and we love them. But uh, I've already been told that if I race a midget, I'm divorced. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, I was. I was told I'd be disowned. So yeah. So and, and the sport produces so much different variety in the. The, the cars it's ridiculous you know yeah cars, late models just normal average sedans mm. Formula bikes yep. so, yeah yeah now i'm going to mention some names here brad blake uh paul stubber brett vosbergen uh warren oldfield veronica mccann i've got to be honest what's it what's it like racing with some, some of those names there i mean brad blake himself 10 wa championships five national titles paul stubber anyone that doesn't know paul stubber is not really into motorsport i would suggest and veronica as well i know i remember veronica from years gone by and uh she's still still racing tell us what's it like racing with some of those the big names now in in late models Especially, I mean, Brad Lake and uh, Brent Vosberg and Craig Vosberg and his dad. Um, so beat one of them guys, you have to be on your A-game every night. Yeah. They're just it, you know. So they've been around for so long. Mm. They know their cars. Their crew knows their cars. And someone like me, I struggle with knowing my car because we don't have that uh, shock absorber man who can come along and give us that uh, mm. help. Every, I mean, we got stick-it suspension, which is one of the old field, the old field boys. Uh, but you can't keep asking them day yeah. in, day out of what you can do in your car. Yeah. Uh, but they just know what to do with their cars. They know mm. what to do with their shock and spring package. Um, and that's the ultimate thing about it's more than horsepower value is mm. uh, for shock absorbers. Yeah. Um, the, um, yeah, but the Veronica, yeah, I mean, Indy car, Indy lights, I think she raced. Mm. Um, cars, spring cars. Yeah, yeah. Spring cars, yeah. yeah. Um, there you go. Jamie Oldfield has raced spring. He's raced anything. Everything. He's even raced a wheelbarrow, I reckon. He's yeah. Mm. That, so. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, and yeah, Paul's one of a variety of um, sports as well. Um, yeah. In sports, so. Yeah, um, yeah. So, well, daunting starting off because he's like, I'm going to race against these guys. Yeah. I can't beat these and guys. And a lot of them come from so. a mechanical background, like you're saying. Yeah. So it definitely does make a difference. Um, you know, I'm, I'm learning from you hmm. and you're... I'm still learning. Yeah, you're still learning. So, you know, it definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, changes it. It makes it a little bit more difficult, but... But but that's the beauty of 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 speedway, isn't it? I mean, yeah. that's that's the that's the beauty. I think that's what that's what's appealing to the speedway in, in many ways is that it is a, in some ways, it's got the the top tier of these these guys. But you're you're able to race grassroots races are able to race against them as well. And I think that's what a lot of motorsports are missing is that you have the top tier and it's very hard to get in there. But speedway offers that flexibility. Like I said, those yeah. names there are really well known. So. And learning from each other, racing, I think that's yeah. awesome. Well, a lot yeah. of the guys do help each other out. So yeah. um, I can go up to ask pretty 75% of the paddock, hey, what can I do to make your car better? And generally, most of them will help you out. A mm. um, couple of cars are a little bit close to themselves. They don't really hand out much information or many parts and stuff like that. But um, we're all there to put a show that's on. That's why they're the best in the business. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're yep. all there to put a show on the crowd. So there's no reason why you shouldn't help everybody out because the more cars we get out on the track at once, the more of a spectacle it is. And, you know, the kids is where it's at. We need the kids to keep going back for the rest of their life. So yeah. bring their kids. 100%. So. Yeah. Yep.
Daniel, just give us a rundown here of some, some of your achievements. The Brian Rose Memorial, winner back-to-back in street stock. Any, any other achievements there that you want to tell us about? Uh, on- yeah, got a couple of um, podium positions in the state title for the street stock. Just a couple? Yeah. It's oh, a lot more than oh, a couple. Three or four. <laughs> uh, so, um, I mean, yeah, we've... Um, Got a, a podium in the late model, which we're quite happy about. There was another, a few years ago, but it is hard to get in that top step with them names. Mm. Obviously, yeah. you wake up running day in, day out. Um, you've been across the country doing different sport. I mean, you don't have to win to be um, successful with race across the country. Um, I've got one track left to do in WA, and I've raced every single track in WA, which I'm wow. pretty happy about. That's incredible. Um, so you're doing so this year, aren't you? Doing, yeah, yep. Carrathas my last track this year, so I'll yep. be doing that tomorrow. Um, what You've else have we done? You've had a couple done? of good ones um, like Shinju up north. Yeah, oh, I've won, yeah. 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 yeah, won the Shinju, won that back to back, I think, as well. Oh, Top Gun? Um, Top Gun. That was a, a good one. Yeah, it was a race in uh, Mildura, Mildura, Victoria. Uh, mm-hmm. We um, qualified through the night and we were lucky enough to start off pole. And they kind of said to you, hey, you know, flash some cash in front of you. If you go to the rear, you can win this much money. I'm like, oh, like let's go, eh? All my mates back at home, one was Jason who got me involved. Don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. You got the best in the business over there in the street stock. And I thought, oh, bugger it. We'll go to the rear of the field. And uh, I passed, the, I think it was the national champion with six laps to go to win the race. So Wow. Yeah, was, That's uh, incredible. So That's awesome. I don't think anyone's done that still since. And that was about 10 years ago. I don't ago think that, you so. could do that. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still musty, so, uh, but it is... Um, yeah, it's not, a, I mean, you know, achievements in sport, is, it's not about winning races and stuff mm. like that. It's, um, you know, the experiences and um, helping yeah. Steph out. And um, my son, he's raced, uh, he's raced recently, but he's, uh, he's he's the B-Main champion. He wins the B-Mains. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. so, but, uh, yeah, seeing people's faces, reactions and stickers and shirts going around. Kids and, and yeah. yeah. so. Mm. But, um, yeah, we'd like to win a state title, but we just kept falling short on them ones. Yeah, so. yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that card in the, the XR. It's an XR1 rocket. Um, that comes from uh, West Virginia, Mark Richards and Steve Baker. Am I right there? That they That's built that car? Yeah. Yep. So it has uh, so Cameron Pearson, a uh, bloke from uh, out of Sydney. Uh, yep. No, Melbourne. Melbourne, so he's from so. out there, yep. Uh, so he bought that car out himself to race, and mm-hmm. he bought uh, Tyler Urbad, who's a, a World of Outlaws uh, champion racing late models. He bought him out one day, and he's been racing that car as well, won some big races. Mm. Um, a bloke named Mark Gene Cola purchased that yes. car. And then um, and Tony Gene Cola, everyone knows, that, again, another mm. successful family. Um, then Mark, he's had a bit of a break, so he decided to he will sell the car up, and I was lucky enough to be in the right place at the right time to pick yeah. that car up. And, yep, uh, yep. Last few seasons now. That's the uh, latest rocket model, isn't it? XR1, yeah. Yep. So there's a couple of upgrades you can buy on each of these rockets, and um, but they, it's a 2017. But yeah, a lot of people prefer the 2017 over the yeah. even 2020 rockets. Mm. So um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, look, speaking of rockets, then Stephanie, let's switch over to you. <laughs> Talking of rockets, let's let's talk about that Daihatsu charade that you kicked off. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> That's gone back a little bit now. It's like 10 years. Daihatsu Charade, that was my first car. I actually shared it with my brother. Mum and dad um, bought it as a bit of a gift for us. And um, so we sh- we shared that. It wasn't very long that we shared it, though, actually. No, I, don't... I think you destroyed it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so... um, but, yeah, that was a little bus box and a half. Um, Pizza delivery vehicle. Absolutely. <laughs> that was just to learn and it d- did the job. And um, I don't think we put the pink motor in that one, did we? I don't like pink. Let's make this noted. I don't like pink. Um, so one day I I think I blew the engine up in that. Um, and dad goes, you know what? Let's, uh, I think I was back chatting a little bit. And dad goes, right, your engine's pink now. I, I found some um, house paint. Hey? I found some red house paint and some white two-pack paint. And I was like, I just mixed this in together and I just sprayed this motor. So spark plugs and all, pink. Pink, everything. Yeah. Just send a message. Yeah, so, so you're racing, but you don't race it, Steph. Yep. So, and then that engine ended up lasting forever. forever. You could not kill it. It yeah. was invincible. <laughs> Dynamite. So. It was, but it was just bog stock standard. Just yeah. every good learning car. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I'm glad looking back. There was a lot of cars out there with people spending a lot of dollars on them, and mm. um, Dad always said to me, like, 
you got to, excuse my French, you got to learn it to get get good, you know? So there's no point putting you in anything that, uh, you know, I'm spending, you know, thousands of dollars on just for you to Mm. wreck it. You're going to bump into cars and bump the wall and do whatever. And you're going to learn how to drive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, as you get older and you get better, then we can give you better stuff and better Mm. equipment. So, yeah. But talk me through junior, um, junior sedan there because if i look at that i looked at the cars that are that are available in that in that category in that class some of those cars are getting difficult to get now so So yeah (laughs) is is there a plan to to allow newer cars into the into that Um, yeah i i spoke to some people i'm a scrutineer and a like help out in the big state tiles and uh, occasionally some big hobnobs come over and you have a chat to them to see what's going on. So at the moment, I think they're quite comfortable where it is at the moment. I think mm. they bought, maybe wrong, maybe a Pulsar is this being built. Uh, so yeah. you'll add up to 1500 CC, absolute. So, mm. um, and then minimal work after that. So you'll add to put some little bit bigger piston in there, mm. shave it a little bit, but not much else. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, so when they bought these, Hyundai XL out, out in 2016, I believe. The Hyundai yeah, XL, yeah. which so is they, a first fuel inject. Oh no, they, uh, they did the Shrades first, didn't they? Shrades. So there's yeah, you let Shrade XL. Injected. Yeah, uh, but they bought them out as a. They were 1994 car, 1996, I think the XL yeah. went up. So they were about 20 years old before they were allowed to be raced. Mm. Uh, now with the XL, especially, they've got want to re-race in them. Then when they have demo derbies, they're under two litres, so they go and grab an XL. So, yeah, yeah. the XL is getting very hard to find now, as yeah. even street stocks are, yeah. because there's no rear rear-wheel drive available option anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I was interested. I looked through the list there of cars that are that you can use, and the Datsun Sunny, I haven't seen a Datsun Sunny for probably <laughs> five years, let alone go race one. So still out there. A a, of, yeah. But the problem is... Everything's becoming classic vehicles now. Yeah. You start racing, you get parts for a Datsun or a Corolla. Five, I think it's like a 1970 model. I mean, they're, they're with big dollars now. I Why think, would you want to race it? Yeah. So. But also, like, when you do have to buy parts, I'm pretty sure just the diffs alone were like 500 plus oh, yeah. dollars just for a junior car, which the <laughs> whole point said to us of he would have preferred us to race, my brother and I, to race a rear wheel drive like a Corolla or a Datsun because you get you have to learn how to drive a rear wheel drive, which is harder than a front wheel drive. You kind of point the front wheel drive where you want to go and it goes there. But in terms of cost, the charades were a lot cheaper and there was a lot yeah. more of them around mm. for us to write. And he goes, look, you guys learn how to drive. If you stick with it, you're going to end up in a rear wheel drive anyway, yeah. which is essentially what happened. If you're good enough happened. to steer a car, you yeah. front yeah. Left yeah, absolutely. Right driver, it doesn't really matter. If you're good enough to steer, mm. you want to steer it, you will steer it. Which so. is where those um, drivers that Veronica you mentioned earlier, yeah, yeah, Veronica, yeah. McCann, so. Jamie, Jason, Warren Oldfield, they all came from yeah. front wheel drives and they're, you know, up the top mm. of their class. So it yeah. doesn't Rod really Masara, matter. Yeah. So really, that's the entry point, but these days for, for younger people, that's the entry. So that goes that from age 10 to 17, correct me if I'm wrong, junior sedan. So that's, I mean, that's quite a, a wide age group there. So seven years, you can be in that that category. So you probably would hone your skills quite well there, I would have thought. There's two different categories. There is the A and, WA, yeah, a and B grade and WA. So yep. it gives the you know 10-year-old drivers not to race against 17-year-olds who are absolutely wide open, top of their game. So yeah. they're mm. kind of separated uh, yeah. for a couple of years. And then there's a little thing to go through. If you want to go up, you have to ask a steward and make yeah. sure you're good enough. Because you don't want a, an average driver moving up to a se- the senior junior drivers and mm. uh, be a best or, or, or vice yeah. versa, yeah. where a good driver is actually staying down quite for a long mm. time. And yeah. then it kind of does. So we call them new stars and top stars. And what happens is if a driver is excelling in a new star division and they're at the pace of a top star, kind of almost spoils the fun for the young new kids. Are, you yeah, know, they, they, they can, want to win. They want to win. They want to win. So, and, yeah. You know, they're all kind of at the same level. And if you've got one person kind of standing out, then, mm. you know, they actually are going to benefit from moving up themselves as well. So, yeah. yeah okay. No, that makes sense. I understand what you're saying there. Well, talk us through street stock. That's where you are now. Uh, like, unlike late model sedans, there, there's certainly a, a more road going appeal to those vehicles. <laughs> yeah. So they're based. Tell us, they're based on a, a four door late model car. Is that correct? Yeah, a four door any model car, long, yep. as long as it's built in Australia. Yeah, um, has to be at least six years old. 
So mm-hmm. uh, again, you're at the FG now for a yeah. Falcon, yep. Falcon man, or you're at a VF, VF if you're a yeah. Holden person. So um, pretty much, run. there's nothing left after that anymore that can actually be uh, a street yeah. stock. Um, well, they got a ma- they got the Mitsubishi. Oh, uh, yeah, well. Mitsubishi Magnas as yeah. well. Yeah, the Magna. I saw well, that. I think yeah. there's one. I think there's, there's one, one in yeah. all of WA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, you can't stagger your cars no. like a late model because you flip a coin as you go out the gate, and whatever they, the gate man says, you go left or clockwise or anti-clockwise. Which is the only division that does that. Yeah, in... So it is what it is. So there's no point setting up if you end up going out. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a bitch yeah. to drive. So tire pressures are equal. Spring yeah. tensions are yeah, all the springs are ex- uh, level as well. So yeah. I had that in my list of questions here. Then <laughs> so Stephanie, tell us as a speedway driver, then how how do you does that hone your skills better, not knowing which way you're going to be going when, when you're driving just to get to the gate? Yeah, so um, for me, I've, I've been in street stocks for a little bit now, so I don't really mind. There is a few drivers. I was actually speaking to one of my fellow competitors the other day. He's been racing street stocks longer than me, and he says, I still don't like going the wrong way, which is mm. clockwise. So he, he goes, I, I still don't like it. I can't get my head around it because in juniors, we only go anti-clockwise. Mm. Um, but for me, I personally don't mind. I actually enjoy it. It's something different. You can race, for example, Ellen Brook Speedway, our local track, and you go out anti-clockwise or the normal direction, and then you go out and race clockwise, which is a comp- it's like racing on a completely different track. And I just feel like you get to experience two tracks in one night, you know, where there's everyone else yeah. is going the same direction, the same laps. They're probably doing the same line. I feel like I get double the benefits, <laughs> you know. I get to learn a little bit more. and. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It just makes everything more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah. Some tracks are so different that it is super cool going one mm. way rather than the other. Yeah. And going the other way, it's just like, ugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the track doesn't work this way. But, I don't think I've got And to then track. that goes both ways. Like you can, um, like Ellenbrook, it's, it's, just, it's completely different, mm. but mm. I don't mind either way at Ellenbrook. That's pretty cool. Mora um, is uh, diff- I. <laughs> That's probably the one track that I've gone to more and gone the opposite way. And I was like, okay, this is going to take me a little bit longer than anywhere else. It was just, I felt like coming out of the corner, the straights just comes up on you so much quicker. And I'm like, how is this possible? I'm on the same track. But yeah, just because everyone enters on one line and then now we are exiting on that line. Yeah. Just, yeah. It makes everything a lot different. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. I, you know, I, honestly, I did not know that until I was doing my research for tonight. I didn't know that it was a flip of the coin and you decide which direction you're going in. I honestly thought you all going the same direction no matter what. Just to spice it up a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it kind of brings, I mean, it, it brings that sort of street, I guess that street sort of racing mentality to it as well. You know what I mean? Where it's not, yeah, it's not so point. speedway orientated. The whole if point is that street stock is the base of the division and it's, <laughs> it's yeah. supposed to be the base of the division, the base of speedway and it's the entry level. So going both, you know, both way, I guess, kind of defines that. Yeah. I mm. guess. Yep. Yep. Tell me how hard is it now competing in street stock, given the fact that, Let's be honest, FG Falcon's difficult to get. I know you got it's a fiberglass rear quarter, is that right? Uh, so anything that can be bolted off physically by a nut and a bolt, you can replace with fiberglass. Yeah, yeah so okay. Bonnet, um, and we can re skin so our cars yeah, kind of cover um, if they get damaged. So, yep. um, so your rear quarters. Um, so the bonnet, um, the fiberglass kit is actually what it is like a car has it has a front bumper with a separate piece, two guards, and a bonnet. You can buy a one piece bonnet if you wish. Um, but yeah, it's everyone to their own. You know, yep. doors could be cut in half if you wanted the two separate doors. Um, yep. Ours are just one piece doors, so again, no door handles. Of course, mm-hmm. we jump through our roof, uh, jump through mm-hmm. window, window. Yep, yep. yep. But it's getting a little bit harder to find things. Uh, the main thing at the moment is this fiberglass is quite expensive. I mean, yep. talking expensive street stock expensive, yeah. you know, a difference in price between late models yeah. and street stocks, you know, um, in comparison to, you know, street stock budget, it is getting a little bit expensive and that's, you know, COVID oriented and all that yeah. kind of um, people are, there's not a lot of people doing fiberglass. So they're having to jack those prices up. Um, mm-hmm. just get through. I know one of the blokes here is like 12 weeks, you know, on <laughs> hold. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Weather, really, yeah. Really hot, hot, has been a very hot year. Yeah. It's all- 
possible to make your fiberglass because it just it just doesn't cure off. It's just, just mm. to work with. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. It, 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 it is, is what it is. Yeah. So yeah. hey, run the metal panels if yeah. you want to. Yeah. So. So engine mods, from what I can see, are really limited as well, and it's a sealed ECU, I think, from memory as well. So that's that that must make the racing a little bit more exciting as well. Must bring it everyone pretty close to each other, I guess. Having a, a sealed a sealed ECU and and the engine mods quite quite limited, I found. Yeah, yeah. So the Falcon computer is out of an EA Falcon, which is built in 1988, 89. I think it goes about 91 yeah. with the mm-hmm. series EB. Uh, Commodore, I think they're going to, we're holding to get a little bit more variance with that. I think it goes up to the oh, wrong VR, maybe. Um, but I don't, never raced a Holden, so I don't really yeah. get involved yeah. in that. But um, the, the, the EAE computer is like an old Commodore 64. They're so dumb, mm. it is pathetic. So it's yeah. the EC4, Ec, isn't it? The EC4? EC4? Yeah. 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 yeah, nothing. They're just shit. But, um, yeah. but it's because you just plug in them. Yeah, we, we alter the wiring harness somewhat to put a couple of resistors in there to trick the motor to actually put fuel into it. Yeah, otherwise, otherwise, it just runs lean. doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's Because so we, yeah, yeah. we can run any camshaft we want. As soon as you run the camshaft in there, just the whole computer doesn't understand what's mm. going on. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit interesting. But I've got a wiring guy who does all that, and I'll yeah. just let him Don't have worry that. about it. Just... I'm, I'm a plumber. I deal yeah. with pipes. Yeah. Right hand pipes yeah, are yeah. excellent. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I deal with that side of things and he can deal with yeah. that. So he's just fixed my knife again and it's beautiful at the moment. It's actually nice to start the car, let alone race it. So Yeah. No, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, talk us through, we talked about the Brian Rose Memorial before. Let's talk about the 2020, your Brian Rose Memorial campaign, Stephanie. There you started from P16. Tell us where you finished that. I actually watched that race last night. So thanks to Ash, oh, Ash Media. It's it's on Facebook. So those now we'll talk about Ash Media soon. But let's just talk about this race. I actually watched that race. Talk us through that. I thought that was quite quite amazing. So uh, that was over a two day meet, which Brian Rose Memorial is considered probably the biggest street stock event in all of WA. Um, mm-hmm. We get people coming from over east. We get people coming from north everywhere people love it it's just such a good good race meeting they've just done so well with it and ellenbrook they put on they do an amazing job to put that show on um brian rose has always been something that i've really loved watching crewing and i always aspired to do well because it was one of his favorite events so watching it growing up i'm like i want to do that that's cool i want to be out there with dad you know and then him going back to back i was like right (laughs) this is the event i want to you know have a have a good run in so that first day i was shocking absolutely <laughs> shocking and i was like what is the point oh well i'm here to have fun i think it was my second ever brian rose so i was you know i didn't put too much stress on myself um the second day i went out and got second i think in my first heat which bumped me right up in points yep. um that automatically no, I think there's another heat and you did really well on that one. So I think you yeah, yeah. So automatically qual- yeah, automatically qualified, sorry, from 16, which yeah. is the last position at yeah, that before point. Before you contested B mate. Yeah. Yeah. So um <laughs> position one to sixteen automatically qualified. This is the old this is the old points because now it's more one cars. to twenty. Yeah, yeah. So they allow more cars nowadays. But um yeah, so I was the last car and then there was four that came from the B main. So I was like, you know what, whatever, I don't care. I'm in the A main, that's all that matters, you know? And then dad will tell you, I am a bit of a grandma. So (laughs) um, (laughs) comparing myself to my brother, uh, he, when he was in juniors was like, go, that's the gap. I'm going, I gotta get there, I gotta go. I was a bit more cautious and analyze the situation, which paid off it at times, <laughs> it did, but in yeah. other times it didn't. And I took too long to take the chance. Yeah. But at the Pine Rose, it kind of worked for me. Um, everyone just kind of spun smoking the wheels the tires, up, yeah. smoking the tires up. I was just putting along on the bottom. <laughs> I had that many drivers come up to me and say, how did you, how did you keep the car on the bottom? I'm just like, I'm off the throttle. I'm not even on the throttle. I'm just off the throttle completely. Just roll around the corners and, I started making up a couple of spots. I think it was probably halfway through the feature. I started making up a few spots and I started thinking to myself, hang on, I've passed a few cars here. What's going on? <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the I think the biggest moment in that whole feature was when I passed, I consider the old fields like my uncles. So I called mm. Uncle Amy, which is ex-national state champion. He has won that Brian Rose 11 times. 
times or something like some ridiculous amount of times and you know he knows everything there is to know about a car he could drive a cardboard box and I you know rolled underneath him for a couple laps and I'm like what is going on like is it is it checkers already going this is a joke he's off the throttle like what what is happening don't worry it wasn't only her being like what's going on here I'm in the crowd going (laughs) so i passed him and then i got under my uncle was as well and he's i think he tried a little bit harder and started <laughs> spinning up big time but um yeah i ended up in fifth and i had quite a few people say to me that if there had been you know an extra 10 laps i easily mm. would have top three because i was i think apparently apparently i was charging through the field <laughs> to me i'm just going what is going on like <laughs> So, um, yeah, that was that was awesome. That was probably one of the best moments I've had in street stocks so far. And to have, you know, these people who we consider as legends of street stocks mm-hmm. come up to me after the race, hugging me and shaking my hand. And, you know, that was amazing. You drove so smart, that kind of thing. It was, just, yeah, it was unreal. It makes you, you know, even more keen for the next time. I can't wait to do it again. And yeah. I think last year it was rubbish. <laughs> so, but, yeah, no. Tell us, I mean, because you finished, even though you you finished fifth, you were the actually leading Allenbrook racer there. Correct me if I'm wrong. Everyone else, the top four were out of town. Is that right? Yeah. 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 I mean, as you as you said before, like that's the thing about speedway. That's the beauty. Like the lines are not necessarily all the same, are they? And like people probably don't understand that. It's sometimes yeah. your car might be running faster down low, or yeah. might be running faster up high. Explain yeah. that to our listeners, because some people probably wouldn't understand what that what that means. Well, I guess um, it depends on how you are as a driver, what your preferred line is where the tracks at at that time. So for example, using that Brian Rose as as an example, um, I think earlier on in the day, a lot of the racing had been up towards the top. So they're kind Mm. of chasing the dirt a little bit following where the slick meets meets the grip. Um, So for example, Jamie, he was trying to get his tires up in that kind of stuff um, because the bottom is slick. So it's turns into like a bit of a it feels like you're racing on ice sometimes there's zero grip yeah so. and i think mm. the way you explained it to me is the reason that i could go down there because one of the other drivers i think it was hayden had said he had tried and he could not get oh it was it warren maybe who mm. said they couldn't get, actually get down there and he and dad kind of explained that to me in the way of um one when you start when everyone kind of start, well most people they tend to be quite slow cautious that kind of thing as they get faster and they're getting more confident spin the wheels up and they lose the ability to actually get off the throttle and um, have that good throttle control so getting down on that slippery stuff you really had to um, get off the throttle and slow the car down so that it's not spinning the wheels up which is just kind of it's ice it's just rotating (laughs) and you're just going to spin so yeah in that instance i had that and i could follow that and a lot of people consider me almost like a slick um, guru. (laughs) So slick guru, because I can um, chase that slick uh, track condition and get off the throttle a little bit more, um, whether I struggle in the hookie, hookie, which is like ripped up track, track, which is fast and it's kind of a bit rougher, whether it's he loves that stuff and you're just wide open. That's where experience um, has a difference. He can have that confidence in getting the car around into the corner, getting it around on him. That's something I'm learning at the moment. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think it just comes down to experience with that kind of like Damon Lyle. He yeah. was just on the boards on that yeah. Brian Rose, just on the fence. I'm pretty sure yeah. the whole yeah. time, whether it's me, the ability to kind of slow it down and get it around. It's like, it's like any yeah. sport you start running up near the fence. There's a more risk involved. Yeah. Um, if your truck, if your car hits a, a nice rush or something like that, would divot in the track. It can rotate the car instantly towards the fence, and mm. you, you're just your car's KO'd. Yeah. Um, whereas, uh, obviously, a bit more cautious on the bottom, you're safe, but sometimes you're not always fast. No. In this yeah. case, it wasn't a faster line to be on. Yeah, but not uh, always has it been like that. So, perfect example of the opposite was um, Collie and Bunbury. Recently, we had a series called The Month of Madness, and um, my partner, he races as well, and he kind of was getting into me the whole weekend saying, you need to move up track and you need to get on the throttle because you can't 
be a grandma on the bottom on this track. That's not yeah. where the line is. It doesn't matter how well you roll the bottom. He said, you're doing a great job of rolling the bottom, but it's not, it's, the, not fast. it's not fast enough compared to that line up the top. So for me, then I had to move up there and try to be faster up there, which honestly, I was pretty impressed with myself. <laughs> I, I think I, I, you know, half all right. She for, went from uh, 18, I think, in that first race, got up to about sixth and then had a component failure. So, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, first yeah. one, yep, yep. So, um, so another, it was another good run, just picking off one by one, but um, unfortunately, that she didn't. Mm. Yeah. So, Stephanie, I have to ask, the next logical question is, is is the next step for you, is it is it sprint car one day? <laughs> <laughs> my my boyfriend would love that. He races sprint cars, again, with the open wheels, so sprint cars, speed cars, wingless, all that kind of thing. Mum is very <laughs> not, you know, it, it is, uh, there's a lot more risk. They do have you know, exceptional safety gear, but um, yeah. they just tumble over so <laughs> easily and they are quite expensive. Yeah. Um, but my partner, he races a sprint car and he wants me to have a go in one. He's pretty mm. set on me having a go. Um, it's hard to convert a sedan family yes. to a sprint car family. The yes. seat in a sprint car is You kind of all... sit like a bus almost. <laughs> yes. yeah. So I've seen his car yeah. before and I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah. This is so strange. But um, I'd absolutely love to have a go in you know i'm i'm keen to have a go in anything like i i would give anything a go you know um but truthfully being in a sedan family and you know as i said i consider the old wheels like my uncles and they have tried everything and yet they continue to come back to street stocks because they say it's just so much fun and um yeah like like i said i'm happy to try anything and give Mm. it a go and you know even if i do get into something for a little bit i think Sedans will always be kind of where yeah, my heart where is. That's, I love racing with him. Even if he kicks my ass or I kick his ass, whatever. <laughs> but I do. It, it is it is a lot of fun. Even just like traveling together as a family because as a kid, I just always jumped in with dad and we'd go to Kalgoorlie, Esperance, Carnarvon, you know, whatever, and jump in and crew. I just loved it. And so I was like, that's what I want to do. And I want to yeah. go two cars and race together and do it all together. So that's kind of where we're at now at the moment. Now, fair enough. No, that's fair enough. I I completely get that. While we're talking about traveling, like these are just some of the names, the towns, Carnarvon, Shark Bay, Albany, Mora. They all get behind the speedway when it rolls into town, doesn't it? So tell us, what's it like when, when you roll into town well, the town really does come alive, doesn't it? Regional yeah. regional centres really do support Speedway, don't they? Yeah. Probably one of the biggest So, ones. yeah, Sharp Bay, they have the Far Western Championship, which is the, I think it's always the first weekend of the school holidays in July. Oh, the, the yeah. middle, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they have a, basically the crowd, or the, the town gets behind it and they actually they tow a your race car. They have a parade through the, I mean, it's not mm. a big town, but you have a parade up and down the main off the ocean Drag, pubs, yeah. they just yeah, go up and down and show you everyone's show there, you kids off. are waving. Yeah, and... so yeah, super cool. Um, most country tracks we go to, like there's a big meeting at Easter for the late model sedans, and they oh, always yeah. have uh, in Albany yet to come down and uh, put your car on display at, uh, especially one of the sponsors who are helping out down the for the track that whichever track it may be. So yeah, uh, so yeah. I know Carnarvon, Tire Power, and Albany, or whoever's sponsoring the event, yeah. and mm. uh, put your car on display. So it attracts people and or gives the uh, company uh, or the business uh, some exposure yeah. for one so gets the kids out to the speedway again so yeah, yeah. I know Carvin, uh my partner he's got his sprint car title um, two weekends time and the first night is just dedicated to the state title but on the second night the town and the club have put together a bit of prize money to keep everyone around and make make a bit of a weekend of it so they've actually put on a second night of racing just to you know yeah. I thank you to get for these cars traveling um, to Carnarvon and, you know, it gives the kid, the kids don't get to have sprint cars there that often because they're primarily Perth based. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's great. For, for our listeners that are listening in other parts of Australia or parts of the world, explain Carnarvon. It's a 980 kilometer <laughs> trip from, from your place or from Perth. It's 900 and it's not, it's not a, it's not a five minute drive. And if you're towing up, you're taking up two cars, I guess, sometimes three yeah. or. Uh, yeah. We'll, oh, depending be, taking, on where we go. we'll yeah. be taking two cars to um, 
Carnarvon in two weekends' time. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's a that's an enormous commitment from you, not only in in time, but also in money. Like you know, fuel getting up there. As I said, it's a it's a day if you were in a sedan that doing one hundred and ten kilometers an hour in your gear, it's probably ninety kilometers an hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give <Yeah>. or take. <laughs> I mean, those kind of trips, I guess, to, like, I mean, they're not nothing, but we've been over the Nullarbor a few times now and nothing, yeah. nothing is. I've had some weird, crazy trips to Gerald and back. So yeah. Uh, legal. Yeah. Completely le- legal. Completely. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we, we I'm like, We've been working a fair bit at the moment with a little bit of racing, but we've actually decided we're going to Darwin to race in uh, August this year. Yep. So myself, uh, Steffi up there crewing, yep. watching. Crewing, watching, um, passenger, yeah. passenger seat. Yeah, so, um, but, uh, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to have a little bit of time off work and actually go across the northwest. Yep. Um, never Darwin, raced there before. Yeah, uh, never raced in the NT before. So we'll go mm-hmm. through Darwin and we'll go back across to Shinju when it's on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's in Broome as well. I mean, that's a, that's a three day drive just to, to Broome really, you know, in real terms. So just to give people an idea like, you know, it's not, you know, these tracks aren't down the road. They're literally. <laughs> I mean, Ellenbrook is Ellenbrook's yeah. literally five minutes. Yeah. So that's great. <laughs> Talk us through Ellenbrook actually. Cause I mean, this is, this will be on, on 88.5 FM, this interview as well. So talk us through the Allenbrook track. It is your home track. Talk us through what what and the you know the Brian Rosa Memorial is on the the long weekend in September. Like talk us through the events. I know it runs from basically when the motorplex finishes, the Allenbrook starts. So talk us through a bit about you know what it, what it, what the Allenbrook track is. Yeah, Allenbrook's been around since nineteen seventy six. So a lot of people don't understand that that's how old it is. And we do, obviously, people go, oh, there's a bit of noise around the area. Well, hang on a minute. You moved into the area that the track was. So, um, you know, yep. it's not the raft, but uh, as everyone knows, it's up here. Um, Before but, that was Model Grove. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, Ellenbrook had this patch of land in the middle of nowhere. Uh, so it's actually in the south of Bullsbrook, um, mm. but Ellenbrook Road. Um, but, yeah, we've got uh, 10 meetings this year, I think it yeah, is. So two. starting from May 15. Uh, yep, Steph's got their calendar. I can't remember. I knew yeah. it was May 15, but um, yeah, so running from May 15 all the way down to October 15. So, mm. correct, we do run opposite to the motorplex. We don't uh, interfere with each other. We're one of the um, only tracks that run our winter, winter series, series too, which yep. does make it a little bit yeah. difficult. But I mean, it gives us that freedom to um, not clash with a lot of other tracks. I think mm. Calabaran and Morrow. Calabaran and Pathara. Oh, Pathara. Uh, so, yep. country, country tracks. So, um, so, generally, the committees of all clubs there we do talk and uh, so Calabaran and Pathara generally race the Saturdays yeah, and we try Saturdays. not to clash on the weekend so the country tracks do like to um, keep their competitors there and have a stay over and you know have a nice drink with each other and enjoy the night mm. um, so we try to keep that weekend free but um, so this year we've got a couple of um, just general rounds with that we always have the street stock productions and juniors uh, each round and then in addition to that we can have uh, other divisions like we have the late model uh winter series, series. yeah uh, so anyone can go and test their cars and uh in flip side that we do have also have the sprint cars uh, winter series as well yeah. so if anyone's they learning come every or second, testing second yeah so they can come up there so there is um not only the basic divisions as people say you know oh we don't go and watch street stock or whatever but they do have the big v8 sedans uh, hmm. or sprint cars up there yeah uh, once we get starting getting a bit better weather you know so the august september area we start running our, our bigger events for the year, starting with the Junior Gold Cup, the production sedan, and the Brian Rose Memorial. And mm. then the, the last round, we end up with the Ray Talk, which has always run. The last few years, I've had um, Twilight, meeting. Twilight meeting with a, either a Pro Dirt Series round or a good late model field and yeah. Sabre Sprint cars as well. So, yeah. um, and uh, every now and then, or uh, well, the last two years, I've run a January, early January meeting mm. as well, which was um, mm-hmm. with Speed Week for the sprint cars and uh, the Wild yep. West tour for the uh, the late models. So yeah. another massive yeah. event. Yeah, yeah. Now they do a magnificent job there, and I'm going to make it. I will be heading to Allenbrook at least for one event this year. I'm going to try and get to the Brian Rose Memorial at yeah. least on one day. Yeah. There's really no excuse because it's the long weekend in September. So. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, and I don't think my footy team will be playing that weekend. So that's that's oh, cool. Obviously, obviously not a Docker supporter then because I will be playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Eagles. So there you oh, go. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I've, yeah. I've called yeah. it already. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to be honest, we'd like you out there more often than uh, one meeting. But um, yeah. Um, but if um, we can get some um, locals, more locals. There's then. a lot. Of, there's a few local Ellenbrook. Uh, people that race and live up in Ellenbrook too, so obviously mm. yeah, not our only our feedback, but there's other people that can, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Also on the show, eighty-eight, yeah. a couple new people mm. more than welcome to come down there. Kids, yeah, I think it's like yeah. under ten, free kids under, under 10, ten, free get yeah. in for free yeah. and. It is awesome. Speedway, Speedway uh, Regional Motorsport is is awesome, and not not that Allenbrook is regional, but it's you know the suburbs really. Um, <laughs> we should be supporting it. We should be doing the best. Talking of like promoting Speedway, I, I want to get back to Ash Media. I have to. I was really impressed with their product. Um, yeah. So live to Facebook. Um, and and just the quality and the production that they put, it's not this is not a one man show, obviously. Uh, talk us through a bit about that. <laughs> so I actually uh, a photographer. Yeah, I'm actually a videographer for um, Ash Media. So um, Jared Ash, he's the man, he lives in Queensland. Uh, he pretty well, like you could just about say he's a one man band. Like so he he runs it and for many years, many, many years, he did it by himself and a um, girl Brooke from Queensland as well. She helped him out. Um, th- since that, you know, I don't know how many years he's been doing it, probably mm. 10, 10 or so years. He, um, he's upgraded and there's a whole team of us. Um, he actually messaged a group chat the other day asking for people to come over to film some events over East. So mm-hmm. I've done a few gigs for him where fly over and film the quality of work that he does. is just exceptional. There's nothing like it. Um, there's a few different, um, broadcasting streams that do some work and honestly there's nothing that compares to Ash yeah. media he covers just about every race meeting <laughs> everywhere in the country yeah. somehow he edits it all cuts it in puts the sponsors in <clears throat> does the overlays pops it up within you know a couple of days of each meeting and there's probably i don't know over there they would have a lot more mm. racing on their schedule how many races do you think they would have in a night Oh, I mean, Queensland probably run about three or four different tracks a night. Um, and yeah. he obviously, the better ones to go to, if it's just a normal mm. club show there, you wouldn't normally fill those. Yeah. Um, mm. But like the Bryant Memorial will be there, I'm almost certain it'll be done again this yeah, year. Yeah, it will be. Um, All the Month of Madness so, was done. Yeah. Um, even at Quinona Motorplex on the Saturday, they've got uh, their main main game happening. Yep. But on the Friday, Fast Friday shows, Ash Media mm. does the Fast Friday. And it's yep. $29.99 for a well worth five, it. five hour odd um broadcasts so mm. um cheaper than the movies he's very um, um he's very professional and in in the best way a perfectionist it makes the quality of watching so much better there's so many streams i have watched where the yeah. audio is cutting in and out and cameras are all <laughs> over the shop and it's kind of you know you're paying for a product um he delivers twice over you know he's constantly watching the feed making sure the feedback he's getting given live from people he goes above and beyond to make sure that he can deliver that and you can tell Steph's oh, excited about this oh thing. honestly <laughs> no, it's just I, did, so- I didn't even know but there you go. i'm glad i brought it <laughs> yeah. up because I was really impressed with the product or the the end product and when i looked at it me personally i thought to myself if if i was a racer uh you can really leverage some sponsorship deals off yep. just that product alone the exposure that he's yeah. giving that 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 brand is giving you mm-hmm. uh it is quite phenomenal and I, I felt that there's some benefits there for sponsors to get on board speedway because yeah. look at this there's a lot of sports that don't have that sort of coverage yeah, nationwide no. coverage yeah. and it's constantly yeah. getting shared there's videos from well back getting you know reshared all the time now and but I also think as a driver, it's beneficial because I love to watch myself back and be like, oh, I should have been better there. I should have done that. You know, so yeah. yeah, as a driver. And then for my sponsors too, because if I'm doing well and they're commentating me, they're going to use my sponsors. I get to showcase my sponsors, you know, the better I'm doing and the more they're filming. So it's mm. great. Our sponsors great for their sponsors. Great for me as a driver. Yeah. Can't yeah. complain. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us hate us because I mean, Steph's always sharing posts of Speedway, Speedway, Speedway. Yeah. So... <laughs> wonder it's not just from her adding people to the Speedway fraternity because she's just 
<laughs> so you had every post about speedway. Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, people are yeah, better. Yeah, so, that's it. Uh, the sport. So, um, yeah. whereas I very rarely see anything about any type of black track racing on my feed. You know, mm. I just scale through. You never see any black track happening. You don't see videos coming up from that. Mm. Um, yeah. Whenever about the V8 supercars, but mm. you don't see any of this the the budget racer or um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. What, speaking of sponsors, give them a plug. Let, let us know who they are. Oh, I've got a whole bunch of new sponsors this season, so I'm very, very excited. So I'm going to start off with my number one loan market, uh, Ellenbrook. They've come on board this season as my major sponsor. Big shout out to them. They haven't been, as I believe, involved in motorsport before. So this is very exciting for them. I'm very excited to have them on board. It looks great on the car. Yeah. Um, we have got BKL Cabinets. They've come on board um, this season as well. Fiona's Healing Room, Northside Spannerworks, Gutterback as well, Midland, Joondalup and Wanneroo. They've come on board. Um, new to them as well. They were like, what is the go here? I want to be involved. That's so cool. So that was really cool because I've got a whole bunch of new local businesses that have jumped on board. Um, oh, my goodness. Who else have I got? I've got Coolamon Dental Centre and My Implant Dentist just yep. in Coolamon Ellenbrook. They've jumped on board as, as well for them. That's a brand new thing. Um, so we're very excited to work with them. Um, DBF Plumbing and Gas, that's these guys. So <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely a big sponsor of mine. Uh, I just have to, I've got to so see. So while you're here. going, I've got the Bake yeah, King, which is a, a local baker, Kate Baker yep. in Ellenbrook or Averley. Um, so, and a heap of other, I've got a couple of people out of the area, City Discount Tires, mm. uh, we've got uh, Ultra Morley, we've got uh, Rockets Race Cars, yep. uh, we've got Down Under Graphics. Um, <laughs> Jeez, I, we haven't I, had to do this yeah. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where are they going? I got it on the back <laughs> there. There you go. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty much all of them. To be honest, uh, Dirt Track Nutters uh, again uh, does a lot of um, media stuff for the um, yep. Speedway as well. If you, there's another thing to click onto. If uh, all your listeners get on the Dirt Track Nutters, they're always doing some live feeds, uh, live mm. pit walks. So you actually go along and you see the driver. So Ash Media does all the car kind of thing. Yeah. Walks from dirt track nutters is amazing. So you, you get, get to, to actually see the, the dives, driver. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you see each driver looks like. Ultra uh, tune Morley and stick it suspension. That's yeah. another big yeah. one. They do a lot of, um, they mm-hmm. help us out a lot. So a couple of country ones here, Mora Nissan. Um, so Ivix like Industries, actually, yeah. they're one of my major sponsors too. We're actually, tomorrow I'm actually going to drop my brand new car off to them. He is amazing fabricator <laughs> so he is gonna go make my car look brand new and awesome and then down under graphics will be printing all my wrap and i'll put yep. all those new sponsors on and make yep. it look all pretty and then hopefully don't destroy it so. <laughs> <laughs> well look you know what i like hearing about that is like i think loan market was the one there new you said they were new to to motorsport yeah. like what, what an awesome story is that they've obviously seen value in what you're doing and and what your family's doing so they've come on board and i love hearing stories about new sponsors new people coming to the sport no matter what it is yeah Yeah, correct it is amazing that's why i I put it out on um the ellenbrook connect uh facebook page actually they're really great at advertising and getting local businesses involved and i just put a little bit of a post up and said is anyone interested in becoming a marketing partner for me? I'm going to run my first ever attempt of the series points at Ellenbrook because I normally put my uh, hockey first. Um, But this year I decided I'm going to go for it with Speedway and have a go and uh, advertise some local businesses. And yeah, I had, I had a, overwhelming response uh yeah so loan market gutter back fiona's healing room cool on dental center my implant dentist bkl cabinets they were all oh fiona's healing room came on board last year but the rest of them brand new never been yeah, involved okay. before which is that's yeah. awesome so, yeah amazing. that is good that yeah is absolutely good. yes it was yeah, all my so, yeah. Yeah, now that's awesome yeah it is good I'm going to leave you with one final question and you can both answer, but the future of Speedway, tell us what it looks like for, for the both of you, the future, not just your campaign, but like, how do you see the future of Speedway in the next, let's just say 10 years? You want me to go first? Okay. <laughs> so for us first, I think that um, this is kind of the beginning of us racing together more often. Mm. 
Um, We've had spurs of racing against each other, but I think now um, he's getting a little bit upset that I'm doing half all right on the track. So I think he's got to put me back in my place. That's kind of the (laughs) vibe I'm getting. (laughs) No, but I think that's kind of the first start traveling around now. And I'm almost finished at university. So it gives a little bit more time for us to kind of travel and Mm. um, do that side of things. For Speedway, I think, again, this is just the beginning. I think it's growing all the time. There's so many kids coming, so many new kids you meet every single meeting that want to get involved, but also adults. There's the amount of ladies, gents, I get come over to me and say, I want to do this. I want to get involved. And then, you know, within six months, they're like, I'm looking at buying this car. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, that's so cool. This person I met, you know, six months ago who just fell in love with Speedway is now you know, committed to getting involved. And I think that's great. So I think it's definitely growing and hopefully we can get more exposure and get more Mm. people involved and make it huge. Yeah. Yeah. I've scaled down my late model racing career Mm. um, and going back to um, Steph was um, missing out on, missing out on on events because she was coming out to crew at Perth Motorplex with me. I didn't mind doing, Um, but she was missing out on her (laughs) racing. So I thought, well, I can't, she's the future of our family racing. So yeah, much, but um, <laughs> so, much, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for me, we're probably just going to go back to the street stock, which is in everyone, anyone who races street stock, it's the top tier of motorsports. So because it's yeah. so much fun and enjoyable, um, you know, late models is super cool too, but it's obviously uh, time consuming, and uh, mm. when you're trying to run a business, it's very hard. Everything has to be spot on, otherwise you might not rock up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're just going to go out. I'm scaling down my racing career, but I'll still do the Ellenbrook Speedway when I can. As I said, we'll probably go away a little bit more to race uh, tracks we haven't raced at and um, have a bit more time off racing. Normally it was just race track, come home, go back to work. Um, you can so- tell them the truth that, you know, you got a little bit upset that I was starting to outshine you <laughs> obviously stole my car <laughs> so i should go and purchase another car race the okay race that's so the what Brian, he says that brian race that you got a fifth i'm like steph i've passed all these people before oh. but i've never done it in one that- race before so i couldn't even it. i could even show her up because she stole my car i stole <laughs> so, it he yeah. gave it to me there's a difference yeah. she's got this little puny seat that no one can fit in yeah that's so great it's, it's awesome <laughs> so um, yeah, so now we'll go out racing a bit more together. And uh, so I'll give Steph some more track time. Uh, as I said, she's building a new car now, so it's costing a few dollars. But um, much to my disgust, if it's not ready by the 15th of May, I'll probably be passionate to her, which I'll be yeah. very upsetting about. <laughs> um, I've got a series point. Yeah, so. I've had a couple of blokes tell me already. They're like, oh, you want me to take a couple shows off so that, you know, <laughs> you can be in the running for the points? I'm like... Screw you! Yeah. Let's go. So you've won the points three before, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll be good so, to um. We'll commit to Steph doing what she needs to yeah. do. Uh, obviously, she'll have a backup card somewhat, but the car will be up northwest for uh, a, big, a big duration of that time. So <laughs> she wrecks her car, and um, I don't think I'm I can. I've got to be very careful what I say sometimes because uh, obviously on live stream. But uh, yeah, um, so. Um, yeah, if she wrecks the car, then she's always got a car to come back to because I'll happily miss a, an event. Um, or if she wants yeah. to gain points, I could, she can drive and I'll drive. Um, yeah. <laughs> nah. Pretty sure the last time we raced against each other, I beat you. But... <laughs> just saying. So. Just yeah, saying. Only because I didn't finish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just saying, Dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, always. I've got to get, get my little moment in there. Yeah. That's so, it. But, uh, yeah. No, super cool race against Steph again. So yeah. it is, and yeah. that's what I love about this story is the fact that it's father and daughter racing, racing against each other, and it's a family sport. Speedway is built on, you know, fam. It is a family sport, like most motorsports should be. And uh, I think what you guys are doing is amazing. And uh, look, I, I look from looking from the cheap seats, I, where I look at the sport from the cheap seats, like. An outsider, I think there's been a rejuvenation in Speedway really in the last probably correct me if I'm wrong, last five years. I think the sport has come a long way, it's getting a lot more mainstream media exposure. Um, you know, I've noticed part of that as well. When the whole COVID thing hit, everyone went nuts over iRacing, and that Mm. brought a whole new love to Speedway (laughs) as well. We had online championships and everything, so yeah, yeah, but But yeah, I mean. 
who actually giving us the opportunity to spill our guts about yeah. our sport. And you've done mm. an amazing job with your background uh, checks on us. Yeah, I love it. Sport, so it's fantastic. So and if everyone else can do that as well, just to see what the sport's about. Yeah, know, 100%. Need that, so. Yeah, definitely, so. definitely. Well, look, Daniel and Stephanie, I really appreciate your time on coming on the podcast. And um, look, we can, I know you have a Facebook page. Just yes. give it a plug and a I'm website in- too. Motorsports, the same thing for the um, website. And we've also got Instagram as well, which I'm trying to get up and running. So Amadure Motorsports for everything. Check yeah. it out. It's me. I'm in there. He, yeah. he wouldn't yeah. know how to, yeah. I just watch the car and do some I results. I give the results, like yeah. <laughs> and I noticed merchandise is available as well yeah. still. Yep. We have a couple T-shirts left um, of nudges. We've got... Uh, I think one's just there. Yep. So we've got T-shirts for Nudge with the late model. And we've also got a couple only, a couple left of my ones as well. Very similar, just in our own colors with the street yep. stock on the back. Um, and once those last couple sell out, we're going to look at doing a new. Yeah, just doing oh. a new one. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Yeah, your website. Yeah. Yeah, the website was quite good, I felt. So, yeah, had the oh, merchandise good. on there. So, yeah. No, it was it was it was good, a good tool for me to do my research app. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. No worries. Well, look, as I said, Daniel and Stephanie, really appreciate your time on coming on the podcast, uh, and uh, no doubt we'll catch up at Allenbrook sometime during the during the season. We'll be down there, and we'll we'll uh, get to come in the pits and see how you're travelling there. Yeah, absolutely. Thank awesome. you very much for having us. And uh, yeah, Ellenbrook Speedway, 15th of May. Be there. Be there. Yep. yep. We'll be there. No worries. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for that. Take care. Talk and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au.